the Posik says, Asher Nosi Yecheta, that if a Nosi sins, but also Achas Mikol Mitzvah, and he does something that he shouldn't have done, so he needs to bring a carbon Chatos. As explained further in the Parsha, Rashi quotes the words Asher Nosi Yechta from the Posik, and he explains that the word Asher is from the word Ashrei, meaning to say, fortunate is the generation that it's Nasi, that it's leader, Noisin Lev. Lahavi Kapara Al Shigigasi, that he really takes it to heart to bring a Kapara, to bring atonement, even for his Aveda that he did Beshoigeg, that he did unintentionally. Kalvachoimer, how much more so Shemeshari, that he regrets Al's Doinois of those Aveda that he did intentionally. Now, the source for this Rashi is in Drashis Razal, in, in, in things that the Razal tell us both in Torah's Koyanim and in the Gemara. And even though we know that Rashi's derech is only to explain the Pshutei Shomikro, the simple meaning of the Psukim, nevertheless, we know that Rashi will quote Droshes Razal, which are necessary for the simple understanding of the Psukim. And the same thing applies in our case, that Rashi needed the Droshes Razal in our case. Why is that? As the Gemara explains the reason for this Drosha. And that is, since the Pasuk is using a different expression than the way it should have simply been read and simply been said, we find earlier already, the Torah described different carbonis. We had the carbon of a Koyen HaMashiach, an anointed Koyen, which is a Koyen Godel, if he sinned. We also had the carbon of Kol Adas Yisrael, of the whole congregation of the Yidden sin, which as we'll see later in the Sikha refers to a case where the Sanhedrin had given a Psak Din that was wrong. In both of those cases, in both of those cases, the Torah uses the words im, im hakoyin hamashiach yechta, and so too im koladas yisrael yishgu. And yet over here the Torah changes it and says asher nosi yechta, rather than im uses the term asher. That tells us that the word asher is not to be taken literally, but rather there's a further drosha over here. However, we need to understand when we look at the other Mepharshim that explain Pshutoi Shomikro, the Pashtonim, they translate Asher Nosi Yechta, there's a number of different interpretations that they give, but interpretations that fit much more with the Derech Apshat, and the Rebbe gives some examples. The Evan Ezra explains that Asher Nosi Yechta is following on to the previous section that discussed Ve'im Koladas Yisroel, that if the whole congregation of Israel had sinned, as said before, based on a psak din from the Sanhedrin, and therefore this parsha, this section is a continuation to that. So when it says, um, when it says, Asher Nosi Yechta, the Evan Ezra says, it's really as if it would have said, Ve'im, in other words, we said the Ve'im on the previous section, so now it's as if saying, and if, Asher Yechta, if the one who sins is the Nosi, so Asher Nasi just is a continuation saying that if we're speaking about if the one who sinned, Asher, the one who sinned, is the Nasi. Another explanation says that Ebed Ramban gives that the word Asher has the same meaning as what is sometimes used in Ka'asher. So it would mean like Ka'asher Nasi, when the Nasi sins. And he brings some examples, some psukim. We have a pasuk Ka'asher by Yosef al-Echov. When Yosef came to his brothers, another pasuk kasher kilu lechol. Also in the story of Yosef's brothers, 
And similar expressions where kasher means when. So in other words, kasher is, is referring to the time of when it's happening, when the nasi would sin, and it's, it's, it's as if it's missing that chaf of the word kasher, which would indicate the time, but it means the same thing. So the question is why Rashi can't use some of these simple explanations. Even if we should say that according to Rashi, somehow these pirushim or similar pirushim are not so smooth in Pshute Shomikra, and therefore he needs to bring a, a pirush of Chazal al pidrush, so we, because we don't have a Pshute Shomikra simple explanation, so then Rashi should have at least bring either a pirush, one of these pirushim, and then add and say, Umed Roshoi, or Verabiseinu Darshu, or some sort of similar expression that the word Asher also has over here another meaning from the word Ashrei. So why is it that Rashi only mentions this Pirush of Asher being from the word Ashrei, meaning fortunate, and he doesn't even say the word Umedrashoi or something like that? The Rebbe continues asking more questions. The Rebbe says, even if we should say that the word Asher, which means Ashrei, does fit with Pshutei Shal Mikra somehow, we still have some questions. Number one, why is Rashi saying Ashrei Hadoy, that the generation is fortunate? What is the proof that we're speaking over here about the generation, that we're speaking about who is fortunate as a generation? Why can't it be that we're speaking about that the Nasi himself is fortunate? So that's number one. Number two, what in fact is the Oisher, is that fortune of the generation by the fact that the Nasi is really taking it to heart to bring a kapara for his shege. Number three, why is it relevant in the understanding of this parsha? In other words, why is the Torah even telling us, according to the simple Pshutei Shomikra, why would it be relevant to say, when we're speaking about this carbon, Chatos of the Nasi, why are we suddenly mentioning this idea that Asherah Hadoid? In other words, Clearly, the fact that the Torah is saying the word Asher to hint to Asher means it's relevant over here. Why is it relevant? Number four, says the Rebbe, when we look in the Medrashe Chazal, which we said Rashi is based on, so after those words of Asher Yadur, that the generation is so fortunate, the Maimer Chazal itself gives an explanation and says that Im Nasi Shaloi Mevi Karban, if the Nasi brings a Karban, Tsarichat Oloimer Mauhedya, do we even need to discuss? What the simple people, the regular people will be. What does that mean? So Mepharshim explained it. This is explaining. This is a reason. Why Ashrei Adar? Why is the generation fortunate? Because if the Nasi brings a carbon for his Avera, so then the people, all the ordinary people of the generation, will learn from him with a Kalva They'll say, if he does Tshuva, so we certainly should be doing Tshuva and bringing carbon for our Averis. But if that's what Rashi means... The question is then, why does Rashi completely omit this end of this drashis chazal, of saying that if the Nasi sins, how much more so, and, and if he does, brings a kapara, how much more so everyone else? Because that seemingly is the explanation for why the generation is fortunate. So why Rashi brings the generation is fortunate, but he doesn't give the explanation. And the Rebbe says on the contrary, if a ben eser, le mishneh, etc., in other words, if those that are learning the Mamori chazal need explanation, so how much more so a ben Chamesh Lemikra needs to have explanation? The Rebbe says, just to point out another thing, there are Mepharshim that say that why is Ashrei Hadoir, since the Nasi the Melech is regretting his Averis that he did B'Shoigig unintentionally, and he's not embarrassed to say, yes, I have sinned, 
He doesn't come along and say that I'm so great and important. How could I admit that I've sinned? Instead, he does regret it and he does admit, which clearly shows on his humility, ah, that's the pshat, ashrei adoyr. Ashrei adoyr fortunate is the generation that has a nasi that doesn't just act in this very haughty way, in this arrogant way, and, be, and as a result of this, his malchus will in fact endure, his malchus will last. But the Rebbe says, but if that's the case, then al-derech apshat, we're back to the question, why Ashrei Adoy, why is the generation fortunate? If the main point is not so much regarding the generation, but rather that it's about the Nasi and the Melech, that his Melucha is going to endure, so then what should have it been? It should have been more again, Ashrei is referring to the Nasi himself. Why are we focusing? How does it fit with the fact that we're focusing on Ashrei Adoy, on the generation? The Rebbe says some more things we need to understand. In the Mamori Razal that we mentioned, the expression is, Ashrei Hadoir, fortunate is the generation, that the Nasi brings a chatos for his shoigeg. Now Rashi changes the words. First of all, Rashi elaborates and adds words. He says, Noisein Leiv, that he takes it to heart. And then Rashi says, Lahavi Kapara. Rashi doesn't say, maybe chatos, maybe chatos. He says, Lahavi Kapara, to bring atonement for his shoigeg. So we need to understand those differences. And finally, the Rebbe says we need to understand why is it that Rashi is quoting from the Pasuk only the words Asher Nosi Yechta? If the way we explain that the fortune of the generation is because of the fact that he's bringing a kapara for his shaygeg, then Rashi should have also brought the continuation from the next Pasuk where it discusses the carbon that the Nosi is going to bring. Or at least hint it with saying V'goymer. Again, the focus in Rashi seems to be only on the fact of that Ash, Asher Nasi Yechta, we're only speaking about his sin. What about the Kapara? Says the Rebbe, the explanation is like this. In regards to the meaning of Ashrei Adur Shah, Nasi Noisein Lay, fortunate is the generation that the Nasi is really taking it to heart to do tshuva, etc. Rashi does not need to preface the word Medroshe, which we asked before, or something similar. Because Rashi had already earlier on within the same psukim, within the same parashiyos, when we were speaking about the idea of the whole community being somehow associated with the one who sinned, so we had it earlier when we were speaking about the Koyim Gadol. When it said, Over there Rashi says, That a simple reading of the psukim would fit according to the Medrash, the Agoda explanation, that when the Koyim Gadol sins, this is going back to the Koyen Gadol when it said over there, Ima Koyen HaMashiach Yechtol Rashi explained that if the Koyen Gadol sins, it's the fault, it, not the fault, it's the guilt, it's the problem, so to speak. It's going to be a problem for the people. Because he is supposed to be the one bringing a kapara for them. He is davening for them. And now he himself had gotten messed up. So if he sins, it's messing up the people. So therefore, once Rashi explained this concept over there, of this connection between the Koyen Gadol and the people and the sin, that that's Pshutoy Lufiya God, that Rashi doesn't have to repeat over here as well, that he's following that same sort of style that he's giving a Pirush over here, that's according to Agada. So that's why Rashi doesn't have to say that it's according to Agada. Furthermore, says the Rebbe, it's based on that previous Pirush of the Koyen Godel that actually forces Rashi to say that the fortune of the generation, the good luck of the generation over here, the Ashrei Adoyr, is specifically not what we mentioned before, 
which is the conclusion in the Maimori Razala and the Mepharshim, which you mentioned, that when the Nasi brings a carbon for his Shoigeg, everyone else is also going to learn from it, his whole generation is going to learn from it, the Rebbe says, actually, Rashi is not going with that. Why not? Based on what we just said about the Kayan God, why not? Because if that's the case, seemingly, who should have the people been learning from? The Torah first discussed the Kayan Gadol. Seemingly, the people should have been learning from the Kayan Gadol. This sort of behavior to bring a carbon for Kapara. If the Kayan Gadol brings a Kapara, they should bring a Kapara. So why are we just saying Ashrei suddenly over here now by the Nasi, rather than saying it earlier by the Kayan HaMashiach, by the Kayan Gadol? Furthermore, by the Kayan Gadol, we actually said exactly the opposite. What we're going to emphasize is that if the Kayan Gadol sins, now all the Yidden have a problem. And here suddenly we're, we're seemingly emphasizing the opposite. Now says the Rebbe, even though it's possible to say that it's more likely that we should be learning from the Melech rather than the Kayan Gadol, from the Nasi rather than the Kayan Gadol. Why? Because a Yid might say that if the Nasi, which is a high and mighty person, he's not necessarily, his heart is not feeling necessarily so lowly. As the name Nasi itself implies, He's very exalted, very great, very high, especially over the people of his generation. And yet he's doing tshuva and he's bringing a carbon for his shaygeg. So then one is going to say, how much more so the regular people that aren't feeling so high and great and mighty and so on, that they, they're, they're definitely going to bring a carbon when they make a, shay, uh, uh, a mistake. So you might say, yes, there's a certain advantage in learning the Kaval Choymer from the Melech rather than the Koyen Gadol. But the Rebbe says, on the other hand, there's actually a certain advantage in learning this Kavachoyimah that the people should be learning from the Koyen HaMashiach, from the Koyen Gadol. Why? Because since the Koyen Gadol is someone as a result of his Kedusha that's completely removed from all of the people, and also he's constantly doing his Avoida in the Beis HaMikdash. Furthermore, he is the one bringing Kapara for all of the Yidden. And yet, nevertheless, he goes ahead and brings a carbon for his Shoigeg, and the Rebbe says, take it a step further. How is his carbon brought? The Torah describes that he needs to take the bull of his carbon and needs to bring it outside the camp, which would mean outside the three camps of the Yidden, which would then mean that all of the Yidden in all three camps could see how the Koyin Godl is bringing this carbon for his Shoigeg. So then they should say, wow, how much more so all the regular Yidden that are so far and from this high level certainly they should learn not to be embarrassed and go ahead and bring a carbon for their Aveira. So again, just to summarize this little bit, if the point was to learn from the behavior of the Melech to bring a carbon, then seemingly we should have been learning this even earlier from the Kayan Gadol. This all teaches us, says the Rebbe, that the meaning of Ashrei HaDoyer by the Nasi is not that the Doyer is going to j- learn from him with a Kaval Choymer saying, oh, if he brings a carbon, we should bring a carbon, but rather there's something else going on over here that does not exist by the Koyen Gadol, which Rashi learns from our Pasuk as we'll this, 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 uh, discuss him. In order to understand this, the Rebbe looks at another two questions in our Pasuk of Asher Nasi Yechta. Number one. The simple translation of the word asher in its regular meaning usually indicates that we're in the middle of discussing something. It's in the middle of a topic. In other words, this next thing we're about to say is flowing on, is following on from the previous point. We say something, then we say asher, that, and it continues on. The problem in our case is, what is the connection between asher nosi yechta 
and the section just before this that was discussing chatos hakolhu, the sin offering that's brought for the whole congregation of the Yidden. When again, there's a situation where the Sanhedrin told him psakdin uh, was wrong and so on. Number two, since the Torah is trying to emphasize this idea that Ashrei Adur, fortunate is the generation, that the Nasi is bringing a carbon for his shaygig. So this question is on the, on, the, on the way the Torah describes it. Where should have the Torah seemingly hinted this idea that there's such a fortunate generation? Seemingly it should have been not in the words Asher Nasi Yechta, not describing the sin of the Nasi, but rather it should have been somehow hinted in the next passage that's discussing the Kapara and the Tshuva of the Nasi. The passage that says, love when he finds out about his Avera and he brings his carbon. Seemingly, for describing the sin itself, it doesn't fit to say over here the word Ashrei. It's as a result of these two questions that Rashi is learning the Pshat and the Ashrei by the Nasi, not about the fact that he's practically bringing a carbon for his, for his Shoigeg. Rather, it's something more to do with the Avera itself. And this is what Rashi is indicating, and as we said before, he's changing from the words of Razal, and he adds the words, Noisein Leiv. And again, he doesn't say, it's about bringing his chatas. He says, Lahavi kapara al shigigose. As we'll soon see how this all comes together. In order to understand all of this, the Rebbe looks at one more thing in the previous section. And that is, in the previous parsha, meaning the previous section of the Torah, just before this piece of Asher Nasi Yechta. So as mentioned already before, it speaks about in Koladas Yisroel Yishgu, if all of the Yidin uh, make a mistake, the Nelam Dover Maniac called this something that they were unaware of and they do an Aveira that they shouldn't have done. What is this referring to? It's referring to a situation where the Sanhedrin, the High Court, the Supreme Court, made a mistake and they gave an instruction regarding to something that's usually a of Karis on it and they went ahead and said that it's Mutar. Everyone followed the advice and the Psak Din of the Sanhedrin. And this is what the Pasuk is now concluding. Chatos HaKol, who this is a sin offering of the whole congregation. So here is the issue. It's understood, it's self-understood, that when a Yid brings a carbon Chatos, he obviously has, and he must have, a feeling of Charoto, of regret, of Tshuva. And the same thing is true in our case. If the Pasuk is emphasizing that Chatos HaKol, who that this is a chatos that's being brought by the whole congregation, by the whole community. So clearly we have to say that the whole call, all of Klau Yisrael is feeling this feeling of regret, of tshuva. But the problem is, how does it even make sense that all of these people should be having a feeling of regret and tshuva for a sin, for something that they're completely, completely not at fault in any sort of way whatsoever. You can't even call it a shoyge. They actually did what's demanded according to, for them, according to Torah. They were listening to the Sanhedrin. They have to now regret it. They have to feel bad now. And this is what Rashi says. Rashi says, now we're going to understand why the very next words in the Torah are, Asher Nasi Yechto. What, what does this mean? Rashi doesn't have to tell us that which is self-evident, that the word Asher means if a Nasi sins. That's obvious. That's clear. That Pshut Mikra doesn't move away. Rashi is only giving us his Chiddush, his addition, that since the Pasek is now using this unique word, Asher, which shows, as we said, that Asher is a continuation to the previous section, so we're going to learn over here that the meaning of the Psukim, according to Agada, is that it also has this meaning of Ashrei. There's something very special going on over here. That is, since if the Nasi, 
when he f- ends up falling through in Avera B'Shoigei, it matters to him, it bothers him so much, that he's not only going to do what the Torah says, to practically bring his chatos for his Shoigei, but he really senses it, he really feels the problem, the severity of the Avera itself. And that's why, again, he's not only bringing the carbon, but what does Rashi say? No, he's saying lave. He's really taking it to heart. And again, he doesn't, Rashi doesn't use the word chatos. He says lahavi kapara. In other words, he feels that he still really needs atonement for the shoigig that he did. And then as Rashi goes on, how much more so? Again, I'm not speaking about that he's going to practically do whatever Torah tells him to have, he has to do. Of course he's going to do that. But it's much more than that. He actually feels bad. He's regretting. Certainly he'll regret his doinus. This is the pshat why Ashrei Hadoir. What does Ashrei Hadoir mean? He has such, the generation is so fortunate because if this is the kind of person that the Nasi is, he is going to ensure he's going to be Mo'oyer in a direct way. We're not speaking about they're going to learn from him with a Kalva Choymer. In a direct way, he's going to be inspiring the generation. This is the kind of Nasi that cares about such things. So he's going to be inspiring, arousing his generation about the severity of Avera and to what extent you need to be careful not to fall through Chas Shalom in an Avera even B'Shoigei. So now we can understand the continuation between Asher Nasi Yechto and the previous part of Chatas HaKalhu. That is, since the Nasi feels so strongly, the seriousness, even of an Avera B'Shoigei, it's understood that when it comes to the whole congregation, if they do an Avera, even though in a case, as we said before, that they're not at fault, the Sanhedrin told them. But the Nasi, again, because of his way of behavior and because of his way of guiding them, he brings within them this feeling that they also, in this type of case, again, even though they're completely not a fault, but because they realize the seriousness of Avei receiving B'Shoigig, they come to do Harata, they do Tshuva. Says the Rebbe, now we can also understand why, going back to the Koyim Godel, the Torah uses the term La'ashma Sa'om, that it's the guilt of the people, and doesn't mention at all this concept of Asher Yadur, they're so lucky, like we say by Asher Nosi Echta, because what does Ashrei Ador mean? Ashrei Ador mainly fits when we're speaking about it. It's such an amazing, great generation that they're extremely careful not to do an Avera in the first place. Not even end up doing an Avera B'Shoigei. And we're not speaking so much about a case. When we say Ashrei Ador, we don't mainly mean the fact that if there's an Avera, they're going to do Tshuva, and they're going to bring Karbonois, etc. Says the Rebbe, so here lies the difference between the Koyen Gadol and the Nasi. What's the job of the Koyen Gadol? The job of the Koyen Gadol is to bring Kapara for the Eden, to Daven for the Eden, to bring Karbonois, Kapara for Klau Yisroel. And this is why, even when the people of the generation see that he is going to bring a Karbon for what he did B'Shoigeg, what is that going to inspire them to do? It's not so much necessarily going to be the idea that from now on they're going to be so careful not to do an Avera at all. It's more going to be the feeling that if one did an Avera, so don't be ashamed, don't be embarrassed, go ahead and bring a carbon, even if it was a shaygate. Furthermore, the Rebbe says, even if the Koyen HaMashiach, the Koyen Gadol, is going to be inspiring people, teaching people about the seriousness of an Avera, but since his job, what's the Koyen represent, is about bringing Kaparov for the Yidden, so therefore his Osiris itself is not going to be sufficient for really being careful from Averois, again, rather the main focus is to fix up, to be in Kapara for the Avera, fitting with his task, with his job. 
But the Nasi, what's the job of the Nasi? The Nasi's job is to lead the generation and to lead the country, to lead the government and so on. And nevertheless, we see what kind of person is he? He's bothered so much, he cares so much to bring Kapara even for his Shaykh. In other words, this is something that concerns him, this is bothers him, and therefore he's Ma'ayr the people about the seriousness of the Aveira. What he is doing is to make sure that people are careful of doing Averis. And that's the Pshat. What a lucky generation because he's making sure that they don't come to do Averis. The Rebbe now turns to Yenushal, Torah within the Pirish Rashi. The Rebbe says Nasi is referring over here not to a Nasi of an individual Shevet, but rather to a Melech, to a king. As it says, we call mitzvahs Hashem Eloikov, which from which we learn that we're speaking about a person that who does he have on top of him? Only Hashem Eloikov, only Hashem. In this Maimur Azal itself, we understand. Ashri Hadoy, we're clearly speaking about his whole generation. So we're speaking about the leader of all of the Eden. Says the Rebbe, what's the difference between the Hashpa, the influence, the impact that the Melech has and that the Koyin Godel has on the Eden? So Chassidus explains that the Koyin Godel, his avoid is more about Ahavas Hashem. Ahava Rabba. A tremendous Ahava to the Abishter and he helps the Yidin come to this level of Ahava. On the other end, the Melech, his task, his idea is to bring about Bitul, Yiras Hashem by the Yidin. What is the difference between these two? Says the Rebbe, Ahava we know is the source for all Ramach Mitzvah Sasei. On the other end, Yira, fear of Hashem, awe of Hashem brings us to be careful from the Shasa Mitzvah Sloi According to this, as a result of the Chiddush of the Koyen Godel bringing Avas Hashem, what we mainly feel is, we need to go ahead and do what Hashem wants. The mitzvah, in our case it is to follow the commands of Hashem, including, if you need to bring a carbon, bring a carbon. But it's specifically as a result of the Melech of Yiras Hashem, where you're feeling the severity, the, 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 how serious it is to do an Aveira. That you're f- afraid to rebel against the Abishta, that you don't come to do that Aveira. So that's the difference again. It's how the Melech, that you're not coming to do the Aveira, and that's why once again, Ashrei Adoy. On a deeper level, says the Rebbe. A carbon chatos comes for an Aveira that was done unintentionally, Bishoigig, without one's knowledge. But as Chsidis explains, this itself that a person could go ahead and end up doing an Aveira Bishoigig shows that he's not completely the way it should be. It's still his nefesh Bahamas that comes from Klippas Noige is still in some way strong inside of him. Says the Rebbe, this is why, by the Koyin Godel, by the Koyin HaMashiach, the expression is Le'ash Masa'om, and by the Nasi, the expression is Ashrei Hadoyer. What's the difference? As a result of the avoid of Avas Hashem, which is coming from the Koyin Godel, since Ahava, love, even at the highest levels of love, is ultimately some sort of feeling of self, is some sort of feeling of one's own Metzius. Chassidus calls it Yesh Mishoyev. You are still a Metzius that loves Hashem. In other words, it's still my own person, uh, my own Metzius, my own personality involved. Because the whole idea of Ava is, is connected to the person's existence. So what can end up coming out of this as a result, many, many levels, called Ishtalshos, at least in the lower levels, as the Rebbe refers to it in the Am, uh, means the nation over here, the generation of the Kayin Gadol, but it would also mean over here in the low, lower people. What could end up coming out, if it starts over the level of some sort of feeling of self, which is Ava, which is great, but it's still some sort of feeling of self, it could end up in some sort of hate. There could be some sort of level of 
things that are not the way they're supposed to be because of the own mitzis being a little bit strong. But as a result of the avoid of the melech, yiras Hashem, that's coming down through the melech, which he is completely bottled to Hashem. And he brings down this bittle from him, as the bittle also comes down to the people. So as a result of this, the Yidin are also absolutely bottled to Hashem. There's no room for self at all. And therefore, even after many levels of Ishtashlis, there's no room for, for Metzius, for one's own, for one's own existence and self and his own ego. And therefore, there's no room at all for any hate, even Bishoigig. The Rebbe finishes off with a practical hero from the Rashi in Avoidus Adam. We know that our world is called a goof goddel. It's like one big body. Same thing on the other hand, a person is compared to a world. He's an oilom cotton. So just like we have in the world, we have the Nosi Hadoir, and the, who's the Melech. So too in the person's body, we, the person has his own Melech, and that would be referring to his head, and to his Moyach, to his brain, which is the one that rules the body. We know that it is actually hinted in the Rosh Tevis of the word Melech itself, stands for Moyach, Leiv, and Koved. Moyach is the brain, the heart, and the liver. The three rulers in the person. And within them, them themselves, the first letter, meaning the main part of the word, is the mem, moyach, the brain. So here is the hayra. Ashrei hador, fortunate is the generation. In this case, fortunate is the whole person. When the conduct of the generation, meaning of this person, is in the proper way, and it's ashrei in the best way, in the luckiest way, in the most fortunate way, how is that going to be? When hanasi shaloi, nois and leiv. When the nasi, when the brain is in a way that he's completely controlling over the heart, and he's ensuring that everything is the way it's supposed to be. The Alter Rebbe tells us in Tanya, that every single person can, with a willpower that's in his brain, could contain himself, could control all of his taivos, not to give in to all of his desires in all areas of speech, of action, speech, and thought. If the person's attitude straight from his brain is that way, then obviously that's going to ensure that he's not going to do an Aveira in any area. And that's the Ashrei Adar. That's why he's so fortunate and lucky. And furthermore, even if it ends up happening, that he's Nikshal, that he stumbles in an Aveira, even just B'Shoigeg. So not only does he do Tshuva practically, like bringing the carbon for the Shoigeg, but he also needs to think in his Moyach, think in his brain, that this Aveira that's coming B'Shoigeg is something that again, in some way, is also his fault. Because he somehow had allowed the Nefesh Bahamas to get stronger. Had he not allowed the Nefesh Bahamas to get stronger, he would never come to this. So when a Yid thinks about this deeply, about the seriousness of doing something against Hashem's will, then Hanois and Shaloi, Nois and Leiv, means that the Moyach, the Nasi, brings about that feeling of, of being subdued in the heart, to be Lias Nishbar Venidka, to feel broken and crushed. And that it causes not only a Kapara for his Shoigeg, but also completely removes all the impurity, all of the tumor generally, and it breaks the nefesh abams. Says the Rebbe, when the Yid has this situation of a tshuva, even in this kind of situation of a shoigeg, then as Rashi says, kalvachoymer, that he regrets the mazid, meaning he learns from that which is even a lighter situation, that he doesn't do the averis, which means to say it's not light by him anymore to be able to do any averis. Because the Nefesh of Bahamas and his Yetzirah became completely broken and crushed. And the Rebbe concludes that through by every single Yid being the Nasi, you know, he's making sure his own Nasi, his own Rosh and Moyach are the ones in control. And his own body, that will hasten 
to the generation where we say that David Avdi Nasi Lam Loilam that Mashiach will be the Nasi and the Melech over them. But Vias Mashiach Tzedkeinu and it will be revealed. Malchusi Shal Hakadosh Baruch Hu for Hoya Hashem LeMelech Al Kala Aretz in this context also over the whole generation, both again in the larger sense and also over the individual person.